0: I'm so ready for the class tonight. In keeping with being a nutrition night, (laughs) I just ate a cinnamon roll. (laughs) It's Adelaide's birthday today, and actually yesterday I said to Gary, I don't really want to do big dessert tomorrow because it feels like we've eaten nothing but dessert since Thanksgiving. And the moment the words came out of my mouth, I realized that's how people with holiday birthdays get their birthdays overlooked. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to go tomorrow and get whatever she wants for her dessert. <laughs> no regrets. <laughs> so um, she decided to get cinnamon rolls and I'm like, why have I never thought of getting cinnamon rolls for a birthday? Like, why have I never done this? <laughs> that is
1: fabulous. So I today is the
0: first chapter of Unit 4. I can hardly believe we're on December already today. In fact, I forgot that today was December until yesterday evening. And I was like, hey, <laughs> guess what? Tomorrow's my birthday. So uh, me and the girls went and ran errands today and... We got her some fun little baby things. Mom, I just messaged you a video of her. If you can show it to Carissa after the Zoom calls over or whatever, or during the Zoom call, if I'm boring enough. <laughs>
2: it's not December yet in my brain, Oh,
0: so well, I can't... Can't... Wait, what's
2: that? I said it's not December yet in my brain, so she can't have a birthday yet.
0: No, exactly, yeah, my brain is not, we are not here. That's what everybody else said, too, that I was talking to you today. They said, oh, today's December. I said, yeah, I know. I don't believe it either. All right. Today is the skeletal system. Pretty excited about this. It's definitely important information to have early on because there is a certain point in your life when you start you stop building bone mass actually um carissa is still in this stage where she can build bone mass so very important um we actually stopped building that bone mass at a very young age um so we got to take advantage of that while we can and then we got to keep supporting our bones throughout our whole life so we don't lose um healthy bone mass and all of that kind of stuff so Uh, This will also cover a little bit of teeth because that's involved in your skeletal system, as you know, by looking at mummies, (laughs) which are basically skeletons. And what's left on them? Teeth. Okay, so bones, we have about 206 bones in our body. We are born with 300 bones because your brain, as an example, has separate pieces to it that then fuse together together. As you grow Um, and of course your brain is separate pieces because we are bipedals that deliver our infants grossly prematurely as compared to the rest of the animal planet our kids should actually born be born at like the age of two (laughs) if they were to be par for the course with other mammals They're not because since we're bipedal, we don't have a big enough pelvis to pass a two-year-old child through. Thank God. So our children are born super premature. Um, Their head has to smush in order to get out and then their head kind of reshapes itself and then they grow their brain very rapidly. As we talked about in earlier chapters, using the most DHA dense material, which is what your brain is basically built out of on the planet, which is human breast milk. So that's why babies devour that for the first two years. Cause your brain is essentially made out of what comes in breast milk, because um, you, your body uh, knows intuitively as it was made to know that your child is going to quadruple their brain size in like <laughs> three years. <laughs> so all your bones together, Make up the um, a skeletal system. When a baby's born, some of their bones are made out of cartilage. And did you know babies don't have a kneecap when they're born? That's why you cringe when you watch them crawl and you're like, how? Well, because they don't have what's making it hurt for you. So they'll get that later, but they don't need it when they're little. The bones are the strongest material in our body. Outside of the bone is made of perios- periosteum. 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 I don't know. I read an entire sentence the other day just to entertain myself. I put the inflection on the wrong part of every word just to see what it sounded like. If I heard someone say it, I don't even entirely know that I would have known what they were saying. And so I think that of that sometimes when I'm reading things, I think, you know, if a a doctor or somebody heard me say these words, they'd be like, I have no idea what you're even talking about. So then the second layer of your bone is that smooth, hard bone called compact bone. This is the piece you typically see on a skeleton. And then inside the compact bone are layers of cancellous bone, which kind of look like a sponge. You've seen it if you've ever ordered um, or you've ever caught marrow bones and you see just that um, cross cut of a bone, it's a beautiful way to learn about bone structure. Now that I think about it, I should like let my kids look at it before I cook them. But it's, you can see that it very much looks spongy And this is to help you from not shattering just when you like walk up and down the stairs. And then um, the cancellous bone typically protects the most inner part of the bone, which is called the bone marrow. And this is a thick jelly. Its job is to make blood cells. Bones don't just grow to however long or what size they'll be and then stop. They are in a constant state of growth. They are torn down and rebuilt over and over again. Long periods of inactivity can cause bones to reduce their mass, leading to loss of strength and flexibility. So the phrase move it or lose it applies to your bones. So just think about that. Move it or lose it. Walk, walk, walk. Charlotte Mason, who of course I love and adore, she actually went for a walk about 45 minutes every day of her life that we know of every afternoon she took a walk at about the same time every day wouldn't that be nice but she believed it was very important to just get out and walk she being of the Victorian era I suppose wasn't necessarily promoting you lifting weights or something like that but she if you look at her class schedules um for all ages she has the days interrupted once if not twice by drill which is kind of like uh maybe if you think real gentle um, aerobics and um, just playtime. So she thought it was very important. And, and remember their school days is two hours, <laughs> it's not that long. So um, she still believed it was important to stop and move the body and then promoted that. So I think it's interesting that it's a part of our you know, brain health as well. Your spine has ring-shaped vertebrae. These protect your spinal cord. So that's the bundle of nerves that send information from your brain. You remember, we talked about the senses. We take everything in, um, whether it's chemical coming in through chemoreceptors or, um, you know, photoreceptors, all these senses we take in, we transmit that or we translate them into electrical signals. And then they go down our nervous system and get sent out to where they need to go in the body. So your vertebrae protects that. If anybody on here is not sold on chiropractic care, I would say it is definitely something to look into and study. It's non-invasive, but it's just keep our, our subvertebrae can get out of alignment so easily just during normal activity. This isn't, I was in a car accident. This is, you know, I live my life. I walk around, I carry groceries. I get in and out of a car. I sit at a desk. I sit in a chair. If you use chairs and I think in Western look at us we're all in chairs in western um society it's very normal to use chairs um then your vertebrae needs support chairs are not normal for humans they're actually not supposed to even sit in chairs but um keeping that spinal column um free to send messages Uh, the spinal cord free to send messages effectively up and down throughout the body is so important. It's connected to everything. You know, people will say that they have wrist pain and what to do for their wrist pain. And I always suggest seeing a chiropractor because remember the nerves that go through your wrist, they start here. And it's shocking how much, you know, adjusting your spinal column can help with things like your wrist. So everybody on here, I know is already (laughs) so healthy and hip and into that stuff, but you know, who knows who's listening to the replay, maybe never heard of chiropractors. All right, problems with our discs. So in between the vertebrae, there's discs. Those are made of cartilage, which is slightly softer. They keep your vertebrae from just grinding right on top of each other. And Claudia, you and Andy know a lot about that from all the um, back, just excitement and joy that he's had learning. You know, I know he knows a lot about the vertebrae and the discs now. So, um... Discs give your vertebrae a little cushion in between. So discs with the problems, it can, or problems with the disc can get them dislodged um, or be flattened. And then the vertebrae touch each other. And this causes pain, not enjoyable. Back pain is one of the most common health concerns of Americans. If you, um, everybody on here has Young Living. So I'll assume most people watching the replay probably do as well but the Cool Azul Pain Cream is actually um, FDA approved as an over-the-counter medication for back pain. It is very effective for that. All right. You have cervical vertebrae. That's the first seven. This supports um, the back of your neck, just below your brain. You have thoracic vertebrae. There's 12 of those these anchor your ribs in place then you have lumbar vertebrae five of those and then you have the sacrum which is five more vertebrae beneath that and then all the way at the bottom you have the coccyx is that how it's pronounced anybody know coccyx. Coccyx. Okay. Um, The coccyx is one bone made of four fused vertebrae. All right. Your skull is several different bones. So if you feel on your eyes right here, you can feel the bottom of those lovely gaping eye sockets that you see on skeletons I know it's so fancy you can feel the top and remember how we talked about how eyeballs are all pretty much the same size you just have more or less like skin around to show how big your eyeballs are Um, then your smallest bones we've already does anybody remember what the smallest bone in the body is we actually talked about it I want to say three weeks ago Um, does anybody remember where those are at maybe not what they're called but just where they're located in the body Um, there are three that we mentioned specifically, but if you remember, oh God, he is pointing. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. pointing yeah, your ear.
0: ear. That's right, Chris cool. that said ear. <laughs> yes, the hammer, anvil, and stirrup are the, the smallest bones in the body. They help us to hear over 40,000 distinct sounds, um, all of which <clears throat> can be made by children screaming as I have learned
1: what we were reading
0: Charles Dickens on Friday night. And uh, there was a scene where he said he was describing like a rousing scene of children just in chaos. And he said, and um, he referred to, I think it's a quote in a, or a passage in a poem or something where he said, instead of every um, instead of 40 children acting as one, he said, every one acted like 40. And I just thought, wow, that that's, that's like my life. I need that on the nursery wall. All right. So then we have ribs. These protect your heart, lungs, and liver. These are a cage of bones inside the chest. You can feel them like just by jabbing yourself on the side. And, um, if you take a deep breath, it pushes your ribs out and you can feel them even better. Um, This, these ribs are there to protect some of the most crucial organs in your body. Some of the ones you can live the shortest without. So our heart, our lungs, a lot of our breathing apparati, apparatus, apparatuses. No, know there's a funky um, Latin rule about why it, which regions certain... Nouns came from determines whether or not they can be conjugated or made plural with an es or i, and, and it doesn't make any sense at all. So I don't even know what, how to say it. All right, arms and hands. So we have there's lots of bones used in our arms and our hands. Um, so we have shoulder blades or scapula that um, a, attach these dangling appendages from our shoulders. Then there's three bones, the humerus, which is how we get that term, the funny bone, when you were like, I hit my funny bone and it is not funny at all. Well, it's because it's called the humerus, it's spelled wrong. But then the radius and the ulna are here. Um, these all start, uh, the radius and the ulna both start from your elbow. And then we have five separate bones in the center of our hand called metacarpals. Uh, Curtis, do you remember? I, I don't think you would, but possibly you remember the uh, leap pad thing that had the song about yeah. the. You remember that? <laughs> yeah. I only totally ever knew about metacarpals and um, <laughs> phalanges and metatarsals because of that. <laughs> the metatarsals. <laughs> Okay, so then each finger in your hand has three bones called phalanges and then your thumb, which is considered a finger, only has two. So there's 54 bones that make up your arm and hands. So write that down for trivia night.
1: (laughs) what we should have a trivia night on zoom
0: (laughs) okay it would be really fun if everybody brought their own category that you quizzed us on like something very obscure that all you know about sabrina's like why is this happening but but she's also writing this down so that we remember to do this right (laughs) that would be amazing all right then we have our legs so we have a pelvis which is actually, um, I don't know, in guys, is it like fused in women? Your pelvis can actually move during childbirth. Um, and then there's, uh, so you can feel like your two hip bones. It's where you, you know, put your angry fist. <laughs> it's where you prop children, like hook a bowl or a basket. Um, I was holding the turkey like this, you know, like holding him by his feet. I mean, he was. His dad was getting ready to dip him into the thingy, and he's heavy when they have all their stomach and everything still in them. So I like propped my elbow on my hip bone, and Gary's like, "What are you doing?" I was like, "I'm just, like, I guess making a fulcrum point here." <laughs> but I guess it looks really weird. But you know, you can use that hip bone. It is very strong. So our pelvis is another ring of protection, kind of like the ribs around very important parts of your digestive system, your urinary system and reproductive system, all parts of our body that are like body wants us to keep. <laughs> They're like feet. I don't know who cares. Those can go, but
2: <laughs> you
0: need everything else. All right. Leg bones are the strongest and largest bones in the body. Remember this because whenever you're doing like weightlifting or something, you always you always find a way to cheat and just use your legs to do everything. And they're like, no, you're, you're cheating. And like, well, "I'm not cheating. I'm just like finding the easiest path. Cause that's what we're supposed to be finding the most efficient way to move weight the most amount of times. It just doesn't work when you're trying to like use your tricep. So your femur extends from the pelvis to the knee. This is the longest bone in the body. Then protecting the knee is a triangular bone called the patella. Then below the knee, are two bones, the tibia and the fibula. So just like the three bones in the arm, the three bones in the leg are wider at the ends than in the middle to give them strength. So if you've ever watched Um, cool documentaries about cathedrals and like flying buttresses and stuff. You see that like sweeping shape, um, that arch shape is because it's structurally stronger than just like a straight stick, even if you just had a wider straight stick. Um, So that's interesting. You know, everything that we create is kind of something we learned from nature where we see these laws um, set about as examples. So the ankle is where your lower leg bones connect to a large bone in the foot called the talus. Not sure if I'm saying that right. I'm assuming it has some connection to talon, but I actually don't know. Maybe totally not at all. Talus kind of sounds like a Greek god or something. Next to the talus are six tarsal bones and the tarsal bones are connected to, sorry, that's stupid song in my head now. The main part of the foot has five bones called metatarsals. So then each toe, again, like your hands, has three tiny bones called phalanges, except your big toe, which is your thumb toe and still a toe. It only has two. So the total bones in both feet and ankles is 52. So that's two fewer than the hands. Yes, Elaine?
3: Okay. Callus comes from the Latin word. Caxila meaning a die such as the one you shoot in a craps game Callus was another word for the same item roman soldiers made their die from a large bone in the ankle of a horse we know this bone as the talus
0: that's true i i i you know what now that you say that i do remember i think there's even a i i thinking of for some reason it was like a uh, reference in Something where they talk about that. But yes, um that's right. They did make dye out of um foot bones. I forgot about that. I didn't
3: know it's from a horse
0: though.
3: Yeah, that's what it says here. And it also like the other other definitions, it says it's always something that is at the base of something, like a bay accumulation of rock debris at the base oh. of a cliff. So it's all kind of like at the base of, so like the foot. You know, it's what supports the foot, I guess, or what supports the base. Yeah, interesting. Yeah.
0: Wow. I'm looking that up. That's my producer, Elaine. <laughs> I'm just gonna. Whenever you guys pop in and say something, I'm gonna start saying these like things that people say on radio shows. Like Sabrina says something, I'm be like, that's my sound guy. Yeah. <laughs> just to you know deceive people listening who hopefully will never hear this episode and so they won't know. <laughs> okay. All right, bones are the framework for a growing body. Bone is a living tissue. as we referenced earlier, it changes constantly. so bits of old bone are removed and they're replaced by new bone. Think of bone as a bank account where bone tissue is both deposited and withdrawn. During childhood and adolescence, <laughs> much more bone is deposited than withdrawn as the skeleton grows in both size and density. You know, people always say, people who are into investing are always like, I know you're like 12 and you don't think you need to invest now for your retirement, but in no time at all, you'll wish you did. So <laughs> that's your bones. <laughs> I know you're like, I am young and strong and I will live forever, but <laughs> deposit for your bones health now. Bone generally reaches maximum size between the ages of 18 to 20. After this, although it is no longer growing in size, it is still living tissue, constantly gaining density, as well as being used and replaced. Now let's talk about bone mass. For most people, the amount of bone tissue on our skeleton, which is our bone mass peaks by late twenties. Okay. That's a little later than I thought. I thought it was about by the age of 24, we were basically over, but we got a little bit longer. Um, At that point, bones have reached maximum strength and density, basically when you're supposed to be. Um, Did you know, um, biologically speaking, I think age 26 to 27 is peak childbearing years like that's our peak we have peaked (laughs) what uh so that's where you gotta have all those strong bones basically because you know in the old days everybody's kids slept in the same bed with them so they got kicked all night that's why you need strong bones actually so that's if you wondered why
1: (laughs) you know what's so interesting about that peaked childbirth age is that now in our world, and we are all conditioned to? You're so young, go have fun. Yeah. No matter that, and then like by the time they're ready to have kids, it's like, oh well, your amount has declined. You have all these complications. Yeah. It's like, like, they're like, we don't really want more people in the world, so we should convince you that you don't need to have kids when you are perfect to be having kids yeah. at the moment. It's- yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, oh, that's my sound girl, Sabrina. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it's so funny. Uh, Bodhi is a preacher who kind of like preaches about homeschooling a lot and whatever, but he has this, um, line where he says, he says, you know, um, everybody says, you know, before you get married, before you have kids, you know, you need to go to school. So finish all your college and university and master's degree. Okay. And then before you get married and settle down, you need to have very good job, make a lot of money and learn how to make your way in the world. Okay. And then before that, um, you need to have, you need to probably buy a house. And then before you get married and settle down with kids, you need to travel the world and see a lot. So he says, so a young man can come to a, uh, or a man can come to a woman and say, I have lived my life. I'm ready to die. We can now get married. <laughs> you me. Or he said, I'm now ready to marry you and die. <laughs> like, okay. Do all the things, have all the fun, live your life, see all the experiences, then get married and die. <laughs> Kind of cracks me up, sorry, okay. Um, all right, so bones reach maximum strength and density um, by the late 20s and then up to 90% of the peak bone mass is acquired by age 18 in girls. Uh, 90% of peak bone mass is acquired in by age 20 in boys. So youth is the best time, youths. Youths invest in your bones when you're young. All right, and then the National Institute of Health says um the the long the the more bone mass you build in your youthful years the longer it lasts as you get older all right um there are health issues that can impact our skeletal system um osteoporosis this affects about 55 percent of men of americans mostly women uh, maybe because guys have those extra two years <laughs> to build bone mass or maybe it's a hormonal thing where our hormones are more savage on our bones i don't know Um, uh, Minerals are important for our skeletal system. Oh, oh, another health issue for your bones, I didn't mention, but you list here is arthritis and then bursitis and fibromyalgia can affect the muscles and cancer can affect the bones themselves. Um, Minerals are important in our skeletal system. So building blocks of bones, they're in lots of different good foods. They are not in Twinkies, sadly. Probably not in cinnamon rolls. <laughs> well, I repent. All right. Minerals are inorganic elements, they naturally occur in the earth and in rocks. <laughs> So can I gonna say I don't eat an organic diet because I take minerals. Okay, sorry. All right, um, vitamins are organic. They can be destroyed by cooking, um, by processing, oxidation obviously, high heat, but minerals always stay the same. Um, plants consume minerals and convert them into something that humans can digest or assimilate. Minerals that are important for our skeletal system. Oh, I don't know. Somebody try to throw one out there. See if you can think of just one (laughs) it's in lots of campaigns it's very popular people talk about drinking milk because of it um i don't know what other clues i can (laughs) get elaine is like doing start with c fine language or um a thing where you do flags you know what i'm talking about (laughs) oh Why (laughs) MCA? All right. Calcium, of course. Uh, bones are so calcium um is the most abundant in healthy bones, so it maintains our bone health and nerve function and muscle health. It's good for lots of things. It also helps claw our blood, which is a thing we want. You know, if you get a cut, you want those platelets to rush to the surface. (laughs) Never will forget that, mom. Um, bones are formed through bone mineralization, so that's where calcium and phosphorus combined to form calcium phosphate, which is the main component of hydroxyapatite. And that gives bones their beautiful structure. Um, We cannot make calcium in our body. We have to get it through food. If you are pregnant and you're not consuming enough calcium, fun fact, your body will cannibalize itself and you can actually get a pregnancy induced osteoporosis. Your body will literally pull calcium deposits from your bones and give it to the baby because if you lose calcium in your bones at uh, as you're pregnant you can break your bones if a child in the womb does not get calcium they don't have um a skull to hold their brain in so it's obviously much more important for the child than your body knows that and your body's willing to consume you in order to feed the baby so <laughs> this is your warning to make sure you're getting
1: calcium when you're pregnant <laughs>
0: um and then in there's other calcium dependent functions in your body as well not just pregnancy your body will pull calcium from your bones your bones are that bank deposit and what happens if you don't keep making money you just start sucking money out of your bank account and then guess what your bank account's empty (laughs) and then acidic foods and foods with excessive amounts of phosphorus also pulls calcium from your bones so What are some foods that leach calcium from our bones? Anybody wanna try to throw one in the chat box? If you can think of one, um, I'll give you a clue, Starbucks. (laughs) Yeah, Elaine. Um, So coffee, anything with caffeine that inhibits our calcium absorption. Um, And if we absolutely need caffeine to live, that does mean something's off in our diet and sleep generally, Um, which is not always to say that that can be avoided. You know, some people have just rough work schedules and that is just the way it is. And sometimes you're going through a phase of life where (laughs) your children are awake all the time. And sometimes it's just the way it is. But we are aware of this. And so we try to combat it since we know about it. Mom says spinach. Um, wait, for leaching or for inputting calcium. Um, white refined sugar. Man, sugar is the culprit of every evil that we have encountered so far. <laughs> every single one of them also is caused by sugar. <laughs> um, phosphates that are in soda drinks and excessive protein. Um, you can eat calcium rich foods. You can, and also should supplement with calcium. Not a problem. Magnesium is necessary mineral. Your body cannot make it. So we have to find it from a food source and it does relax nerves and muscles. So you, a lot of times people will take like the young living supplement they have for kids has magnesium in it. Hi, James. Uh, and it's like a nighttime um relaxing yeah it's on elaine's um bed headboard oh it's called bed frame. <laughs> okay bed head bed board bed headboard. board all right um that's what she keeps her magnesium so smart um so people a lot of times will take magnesium right before bed just to to chill out um it's really good for proper acid and alkaline balance also uh, because we're talking about bone health I feel like I should definitely mention alkaline which is the young living supplement for um balancing your oh I think I was drinking it right now or is that the magnesium
2: it's alkaline but I didn't do it on purpose oh,
0: <laughs> you're just vibing <laughs> with the musculoskeletal system yeah I guess so Part. So well um alkaline is is uh definitely a great supplement for helping maintain that alkalinity in your body Um, Deficience in magnesium. Lots of issues can be caused. um, Headaches, muscle weakness, tremors, spasms, um, imbalanced blood sugar levels, elevated blood pressure. I did look up the other day to see if you can overdose on magnesium. You would definitely notice you get symptoms, including diarrhea, pretty early on. But the only way to really overdose on magnesium is with supplementation. You'd have to be taking quite a lot. Um, You would probably not overdose on it through food because there would be so much other material in the food before you ever overdose on magnesium, you would be way too full and stop eating. Um, Good sources of magnesium that you can get from your garden, which means you can buy the seeds one year and then save them and regrow them every year for the rest of your life and um, spend $50 to eat this stuff for the next hundred years. I don't know if you know that about gardens, but um, Swiss chard, spinach, pumpkin seeds, green beans, sunflower seeds, Sesame seeds, salmon. Um, you cannot grow salmon in your garden and black beans. Okay, fa- <laughs> Colleen's like, what? I can't grow salmon in your garden. I'm quitting now. I leave this group. <laughs> oh, your face is so funny. All right, phosphorus. This works well with calcium. Oh, by the way, you will because calcium and magnesium work together. You will usually see calcium and magnesium supplements combined. Um, Young Living has uh, Supercal, I think, or I'm trying to remember if that's what it's called or CalMag. Is that supplement for Young Living? Or am I making this up? Um, does somebody who has a computer handy, could you go to youngliving.com, just go to shop and type in calcium. And then once you have the list and could somebody else do magnesium? Um, once you have the list, could you come back either unmute or in the chat box and just tell us which supplements have those things in them? That'd be good to know. All right, phosphorus works with your calcium. It works with vitamin B6, manganese, iron, and sodium.
3: Remember phosphorus, yes, Elaine. Okay, calcium, Animal Sense Cat Treats, Animal Sense Dental Pet Chew, Cleansing Trio Kit, Core Supplement Kit, Kid Sense Toothpaste. What? Life Nine, Master Formula, Ningxia Zing, you're going to laugh at this one. shootran Tran Shave Cream. <laughs> Sleek Gum. Oh. Sleek Shake. Okay. Super C Chewables. Um, Aroma Bright Toothpaste. Dentarome Dent- Dent- Ultra Toothpaste. Thieves Mints. Whitening Toothpaste. Wolfberry Crisp Bars.
2: So
0: if you're literally just living your normal life with your young living products, you're getting calcium. I didn't know. Uh, no, Tansy do not come inside. There is a dog coming inside.
3: The cleansing trio kit, which is fascinating. So beautiful.
0: (laughs) And so not supposed to be in the house. I call them the Creek bottom girls now they might get their own Instagram. Um, um, Elaine, what did you say that last one?
3: the cleansing trio, I'm surprised about that. I mean the shade yeah. cream too. I mean, would yeah. have thought you putting calcium on your face, right? Well, now we know. Um
0: that's good to know though. So that's that's a lot of things. Um, can you look up magnesium too, Elaine? Unless somebody else already pulled up. Colleen, I saw you on your phone. Um, I wasn't sure if you were pulling it up or
1: I, got it. I just want to say, off of the shave cream, they just know that men are stubborn and don't want to take the extra supplements, so they had to give them an extra way to get it. <laughs> I love it, Gary. <laughs> magnesium is in the
3: cleansing trio, the core supplement. It's in the eyeshadow palettes. True. Immu uh, Pro chewables, Kid Sense Unwind, Master Formula, the Sleek Shake the self-resigned capsules, the super C chewables and the super vitamin D.
0: Oh, it's fantastic. Yeah. I love that.
3: Um,
0: While we're talking, I'm going to pull up um, uh, while we're talking, Elaine, can you pull up um, super vitamin D in infused oilers? I did a post right after it came out about why, I want to say vitamin K is not in super vitamin D. Um, when you have that, could you just alert me? Um, it was something I had read in the gold group. Okay. Thoughts? You, post, you posted it in infused? Infused Oilers, I think. Yeah. Um, it was right right when it came out. So it would probably be the oldest post on super vitamin D or one of the oldest posts. Um women who habitually drank caffeinated and non-caffeinated cola based sodas sodas, which contain phosphoric acid had almost four percent lower bone mineral density in the hip even though researchers controlled their calcium and vitamin d intake so um all the bank deposits in the world can't make up for somebody who won't
2: stop spending
0: Uh, So if you are um, sabotaging your health, it's going to be, even with supplementation, really hard for you to make up the distance between here and where you need to be. Good food sources of phosphorus do not include soda. They include millet, which you can actually ferment, um, cashews, sesame seeds, chicken, lima beans, asparagus, broccoli, legumes, dried fruits, and then zinc- which is associated with a lowered immune response, which you notice everybody's trying to take zinc right now, um, which you, basically any infection, you're supposed to be taking zinc. So, just a good thing to keep. Remember, we talked about this, I think, last week, and I said you could get it from Azure. I think they carry two or three different brands. Um, this is a mineral that helps to balance blood sugar levels, um, it stabilizes our metabolism. Supports a sense of smell and taste, which a lot of people are missing right now. Oh, can we finally say like Americans have no
3: taste? (laughs) Americans have no taste. (laughs) Which which post did you want me to find? So there was a post about
0: um, vitamin D doesn't, our super vitamin D does not have a vitamin in the capsule that a lot of people usually expect to find in it. um, And there's a reason why. Um can't remember which vitamin it was though. All right. Zinc can be found in grass-fed beef. Notice she doesn't say feedlot beef that grew up eating only corn. Mm -hmm. Sorry. I know I talk about this every single week, but all beef is not equal. (laughs) Uh, Beef that has been eating amazing mineral rich grass growing out of mineral rich rocky soil and eating foraging um herbs in the woods and stripping bark off of trees and living out under the sunshine drinking water out of troughs that ran through you know stony creeks um those those beef cattle produce surprisingly a different quality of meat than beef that stood in knee-deep manure with (laughs) no where to roam or graze (laughs) um, and just pooped all over themselves and ate rotting corn and genetically modified soy out of a trough it's weird that those two different ways of living produces a different quality of meat however (laughs) yeah i am not i am never sarcastic (laughs) zinc is found in grass-fed beef All I'm trying to say is don't go buy beef at Costco and then tell me that you got your zinc. Like it's not the same. (laughs) Sesame seeds, green peas, whole grains, pumpkin seeds, lima beans, and fish. And I hope I don't sound judgy. I am judgy. I'm not judgy.
1: Yeah,
0: am I not? I'm not being judgmental. I'm just trying to educate us all because I did not know this. I did not know any of this, okay? This is all new to me too that, you know, I mean- I just, I, I see meat in a package and I didn't, never considered that it was different, um, than other meat in other packages. All right. So, um, our body, um, uh, copper plays an important role in our health. Um, it's considered an essential mineral, meaning we need it to live, but we cannot produce it on our own. We have to get it from something else else it preserves our nerves myelin sheath which you know is what like gets damaged and disappears during um, um But it helps our body utilize iron so sometimes you say you're low on iron and supplementing with iron isn't the thing you say why am i low on iron i take iron supplements and i eat lots of iron rich foods but maybe you're missing something else oh okay elaine posted in the chat thread all, all right our super vitamin d um Your body uses vitamin K to utilize vitamin d and so a lot of people said why is vitamin k not in super vitamin d the reason is because you can very quickly overdose on vitamin k and there are negative health consequences however a lot of people need to take mega doses of vitamin d so young living did not put the vitamin k in the vitamin d because then you couldn't take a mega dose of vitamin d so what they suggest is it mega cow elaine that they say to take with it
3: um yes so what It says here is, um, Cal plus to get the vitamin K.
0: All right. Super Cal plus. All right. So super Cal plus has vitamin K. I believe it comes from the algae. Is that correct? Not sure. Um, but super Cal plus has vitamin K in it. So they do suggest taking it mom. Thank you for showing that picture, by the way. I did see that, um, paired with your vitamin D. Um, that is their suggestion or eat, eat some foods rich in vitamin K at the same time, which you can literally just Google <laughs> anything you can Google, <laughs> or I mean, duck, duck, go. <laughs> um, you can duck, duck, go. It just doesn't have the same ring, but food that includes copper. So back to the copper topic, um, high copper concentrations in drinking water. Um, okay. This can be a problem. High level of copper in a mother's body after birth is linked to postpartum depression. Try not to inject copper in your body during pregnancy, by the way. Um, food, <laughs> the like, oh. Foods with copper include nuts, seeds, and vegetables. And eating a variety of foods that contain copper is not a worry. Um, again, it's more the. Um, there's other sources that you can get copper from that you'd be putting in a lot more, a much higher dose than is normal for your body to encounter in nature. And that's where you run so into So
2: that. that's kind of interesting that your nerves need copper because what do we make electric wires out of?
3: Oh, that's true. I didn't even think about that. And I guess, how yeah. does your nerves communicate? It makes sense. Now, All
2: electric.
0: We're so smart. We nice. can probably, we can practically build a human body at this point. <laughs> that was a great observation, mom, that we do, we do, she, um, wires in copper, do we not? And then, um, you can also build copper shields to protect yourself, you know, from electricity or electric, like whatever through the wall, EMFs or whatever. So that is really interesting, mom. And then, yeah, our nerves, what are they doing? Just conducting electrical messages throughout our body to make us, you know, <laughs> pick forks up and, think thoughts and see colors. <laughs> All right. Boron. This is a trace mineral linked to bone health. Oh, hold on. Um it is important for brain function, enhancing memory, cognitive function, eye, hand eye coordination. <laughs> I'm already sold on it. So I don't know. Let's keep reading. The highest concentrations of boron are found in drinking water and soil in some of the driest climate areas of the world. Um, boron may reduce the symptoms or incidence of arthritis. Um, researchers have found a curious association between the amount of boron in the soil and drinking water and the incidence of arthritis in a population. So in arid areas where boron concentrations are higher, there tends to be much less um, arthritis than in rain-laden areas. So if you live in Seattle, (laughs) get about it. All right. Getting uh, adequate levels of boron can ensure calcium and bone-building nutrients are available to assist in bone development. There is no RDA established at this time for humans, for boron. Um, The best food source of boron, I literally would never have known this. This is literally something I eat every single day. So (laughs) if I'm not really smart, then I don't even know what to do. It is in raw cabbage that is the best source of boron. And guess what? You can ferment huge batches of sauerkraut and it will keep for. Forever, that's how our mouthing it. I'm looking for forever. Um, I literally still have one jar dwindling in my fridge of cabbage and kale kraut that I made in my kitchen in Virginia Beach. <laughs> like. I don't even, I don't think Chris was even born when I lived. No, I'm just kidding. You were born, <laughs> but you were like four. <laughs> um, it was uh, 20, when would I have made it? 2015, I think. Um, so that's like literally five years old now. <laughs> it's bright green, fresh, delicious, crispy, and has only been refrigerated about half that time. (laughs) So, um, yes, I've made tons of kraut since then, but I personally am of the school of thought that kraut doesn't reach. Um, it doesn't even actually begin to have like peak flavors until after a year, in my opinion. So whenever I read recipes and they're like, put in the fridge for three weeks and then eat, I'm like, what makes no sense to me. Um, Other sources include green leafy vegetables and nuts, but your best food sources, raw cabbage, which even the most premium like raw cabbage you can buy is pretty stinking cheap. And to ferment it, all you need is clean water, (laughs) maybe like boron rich water or whatever they're talking about. Um, And salt. That's all you need. I mean- if, if there is a cheaper recipe in the world, I don't know it. <laughs> I mean, a cheaper recipe that doesn't involve a box of Kraft macaroni and cheese. All right. Collagen. This is an insoluble protein. It builds up our strength and rigidity. Unprocessed chicken broth is one of your best sources of collagen. Obviously, I'm a huge fan of all bone broth. Duh. Um, if the... Um, benefits of bone broth comes from when you throw in the bones that has all the collagen and and, um, attaching pieces to the bones. So you can actually buy, Azure sells this, and I think lots of butchers that you can go to have it, um, but you can buy just chicken bones. Um, You can buy a case, a frozen case of chicken bones from Azure Standard organic ones that, you know, like an organic uh, food processor, kind of like shredded all the meat off the bones and then just put the bones in giant plastic bags and froze it in huge boxes. And you could buy it for like way cheaper than buying chicken meat. just remember if you're getting that it's a gigantic brick of bones so we actually used a bone saw to chop pieces off um if you don't have a bone saw are you even living your best life hard to say but uh, I, when, I, when, I have a, when I bought my bone saw, I was like, Gary, I want to hang it like on the wall here in the kitchen. And Jeremy was like, wow, power move. I was like,
1: actually, that's exactly why. I want you to walk in my kitchen and be like, oh, okay, she's a uh, good copy. All right. <laughs> that's
0: true. Um, manganese, this is a trace mineral. It plays a role in enzyme reactions in our body. Um, it activates enzymes that are important for a bone formation. Did you know enzymes are important for bone formation? Gary Young said, um, enzymes are the most important supplement you will ever take in your life. He, he believed it came first and foremost before any and other all supplements because none of them work. <laughs> none of your normal body stuff works without enzymes. So Gary Young was a huge believer in it. And um, I take the enzymes every single day. And I, I that's, I have to say um, that I think has been one of the single biggest factors in my success with GAPS so far. Best food sources of manganese are pineapple, raspberries, brown rice, garbanzo beans, oats, and flax seeds. I feel like that stuff is all pretty easy to eat, except brown rice. I am just not a fan of brown rice, I'm sorry. I've tried that train so many times and I just can't get on it. I will eat garbanzo beans all day, <laughs> but brown rice, I don't know. It's sketchy. Okay. Vitamin D here we are. We, we knew we was coming to this fat soluble vitamin. It helps our body to absorb calcium. So you should be taking your vitamin D with your super cow. Anyways. Oh yeah. I don't know why I make so many inflections with my voice. It's really horrible. Um, it regulates the growth and activity of cells. It can prevent excessive inflammatory immune related activity. Remember, this is nothing to do with anything in general, but just with like the health stuff going on right now. Hashtag 2020, hashtag longest decade of my life, hashtag this year never ends. Um, Everybody's supposed to be taking vitamin D. Oh, thank you, mom. She's showing the vitamin D in the picture. Um, this is a quote from Lenin. <laughs> Sorry, I'm quoting a ah, yes. And, and that's the is that the um calcium, mom, right there? Are you gonna demo taking them? Oh, that's the vitamin D, the tiny vitamin D. Yes, they're so tiny. I actually don't even, yeah, this
2: them. is the vitamin D.
0: I just like sprinkle them in my hand and like take a bunch and I don't even chew do them, but yeah, they're, they're chewable. Um it's because then your kids can take them too. That's the idea. Um, Lennon said, but <laughs> well, how
1: did he say specifically?
0: There are, okay, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I think I wrote it down my phone. I'm gonna pull it up so I make sure I get it right. There are some, no, did I not? Okay, this is looking really bad for me right now. <clears throat> Sorry. Okay, Lennon said something to the effect of there are oh my gosh. I, I'm gonna look it up and get it right for you guys. Okay, I, I will I'll get right back to you. Okay. Um uh there's two types of vitamin D. Er, ergosterol. Ergosterol, ergosterol. Ergo, <laughs> ergo sterile is, I don't know, I'm sorry. Um, you should have had someone better than me do this if you really wanted to get things pronounced right. Um, these are <clears throat> the basic building block of vitamin D in humans. Um, it's in plants and cholesterol. Weirdly enough, we have a huge campaign in the US to lower cholesterol and osteoporosis is bizarrely spiking in Americans. When sunlight hits a plant, Ergo sterile, er, ergo, ergo Elaine.
1: Where is my pronunciation for my pronunciation? <laughs> She's like, I am looking I'm already. Be. Help me, Obi Wan. You're my Obi <laughs>
0: <laughs> So it converts that thing into vitamin D when sunlight hits our uh, body. Cholesterol is converted into cholecalciferol or vitamin D three, and um. Severe vitamin D deficiency in children. We call this rickets. You remember pictures of kids in London in the 1930s with their knees bending and stuff like that. Um, cod liver oil is rich in vitamin D. It was often recommended to children back in the day. And I recommend it for your children now. <laughs> the healthiest sources of vitamin D include tuna, sardines, eggs, and... What was it?
2: Ergosterol.
0: Ergosterol.
3: Ergosterol.
0: i i i find this guy um sketchy
3: Ergosterol. Er, ergosterol. Ergo, ergosterol. it was actually on youtube I, I don't know i believe him
0: um tuna sardines eggs moderate sunlight um all right so overall good foods for our bones are black pepper what I do not remember her talking about that but here we are cabbage fish oils You can get Omega Gyes from Young Living if you don't already take it. Um, It's it's a good thing to take. Parsley, onions, garlic, kale, broccoli, turnip greens, millet, cashews, dairy, cheese, grass-fed beef. Um, oh uh, raw cheddar is a fantastic source i don't think she mentioned that um sesame seeds green peas whole grains pumpkin seeds lima beans swiss chard spinach and legumes the bad foods as usual um sodas sugar and excessive red meat due to the high phosphorus content now we can mention
2: our black pepper essential oil would be i was just wondering
0: is it because there's there's Is that how it's pronounced in it? And I think that that is the compound our body needs to use, to utilize. Um, What is it that's in turmeric? Uh, There's a compound in, Colleen was saying it when I- Curcumin? Yes, yes. Our body needs the pepperin to utilize curcumin. And I wonder if that's why. Um, black peppers on yeah, this that'd list be
2: interesting to find out
0: okay all right so teeth 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 okay this is the quote all right i did have it right in my head i just wasn't i did i questioned myself the quote from vladimir Lenin. <laughs> yeah in general i don't i'm not really promoting this guy but um he said there are decades where nothing happens and there are weeks where decades happen (laughs) can i get an amen (laughs) okay (laughs) yeah i got phrase hands all around um the the guy's questionable in every ground but uh, he did recognize (laughs) this true fact (laughs) um sometimes uh knowledge transcends the human (laughs) um teeth so we can look at teeth um uh, you can literally go and see king Tut's teeth he's quite old <laughs> it's been a minute and his teeth are still around so teeth teeth hang around um we often see photos or video footage of people in countries deborah rayburn says where we think poor health sanitary and food conditions exist but one thing many have in common is white bright healthy teeth so why do people in civilized (laughs) quote-unquote countries um what do they call it industrialized is that the the actual word i wouldn't say civilized is the right word for that shouldn't say civilized in here but um their teeth are being yanked out teeth are being crowned capped drilled you know all the things that are happening to our teeth why is this happening to us Um, What is wrong with our diets and lifestyles that is harming our teeth? If you are not already familiar with Dr. Weston A. Price, then uh, I have not done my job. (laughs) Weston A. Price was a dentist and he went around to look at people's teeth and it turned into this life mission project because he he realized how come when he goes to all these islands where you think oh my gosh if our teeth are rotting and falling out i go to this island where people you know have never you know seen a toothbrush their teeth are just going to be falling out all over the floor and he was shocked to find their teeth were in better condition than he you know he he has you can read his books but he was listing you know places where he never even found a single cavity he never found crowded teeth and so his entire Um, this entire organization, the Weston A. Price Foundation has emerged from that study where it's all entirely food-based study. And we did allude to it in the very beginning of this, and you should have gotten in your email from us in the beginning, um, the PDF with the principles of ancestral eating, but um, it's all about, it was all figured out in reverse by looking at the teeth and saying wow why are your teeth so healthy let's look at what you're eating oh sweet gum mom's posting because the frankincense in it is so and now we know the calcium is just um supportive for our teeth um interestingly enough ancient Egypt uh there if you look at mummies which we have in abundance even though Victorian era people ground a bunch of them up and took them as medicine which is disgusting but um there were um if you look at the wealthy people's teeth like royalty their teeth have lots of health problems and then you look at the peasants teeth and their teeth were in much better condition and part of the reason was because wealthy people had a much more refined flour that was sifted and um, much finer and then uh, the peasants had just you know the same stoned ground flour but with like rock crumbles in it and they would kind of like wear their teeth down so they never got those uh, dental caries and then the um, more uh, wealthy people their teeth they had more access to more or, you know fruit honey dates and you know sweets and things like that and um, more refined flowers what's up Sabrina my sound crew <laughs>
1: okay so the flower thing cracks me up because literally today I was thinking about it again I think about this more way too often like every time I use flower <laughs> because um for a long time we were buying like the cheapest white flower that you could get and I was thinking oh for sure when I started learning about like what bromeated flour was which which was literally like when they bleach it and they bromiate it is cosmetic they just want it to look whiter which yep. they made it more expensive to buy this whiter prettier flower when it literally only takes like a few more weeks of waiting on it to let it g- do what's thing naturally and it will just be slightly yellow so all the like you know lower class they could get that yellowed healthier <laughs> wheat flower and then um all, like, the people who could afford it all bought yes. this really expensive flower. And when, um, this year with all the stuff happening, we actually, we couldn't, I couldn't find flour, like, any of the flowers I used right at first. And I was like, oh, thank goodness I bought, like, a few things just nor- not thinking about it, just bought some yeah. extra. And, um, we were getting, we decided to try, like, a grocery delivery one day and they replaced our king arthur flower with like the gold oh, like the more expensive metal, like the regular and i was so shocked to see that i had some walmart like the great value like plain white like just and in there and i used i was saving that leftover for like play-doh and stuff and um, i was so shocked to see that even the cheap stuff was only half as bad because it was only it, it was bleached, but not bromeated. But the expensive like name brand was bleached and bromeated. And I was like, isn't that so funny how you you go, I someday I'm going to afford that really nice stuff, yeah. that really good brand ever. And then it turns out to be the most unhealthy bad for you.
0: Is, yeah, well, there we go. Flower as an indicator of health. That's so funny. You'll notice in as America... As far as
2: the poison- for the frankincense resin i listened to a talk that gary young did and he was saying over where they grow the frankincense trees they chew the resin all the time and he said they don't not necessarily saying that's the only reason but they don't have the same kind of dental issues that
0: people here have i believe
2: it so it doesn't hurt yeah
0: just so you know, if you just have frankincense and resin hanging around, you'll use it. And if you just have, like, sugar hanging around, you'll use that too. That's just the way it is. We just use it what we have hanging around.
1: <laughs> oh, on the, the, like, they don't have as many dental problems, Becky was talking about how, like, Native Americans here, they didn't have any of those problems until Europeans brought over a Wow. And brought over all their that different, their, all their different ingredients. And they were like, here, eat this, here, eat this. And then they started eating them. And it, within like a year, they all had awful dental problems. Like so I do that's think that smallpox,
0: really have wheat. And now I'll just go ahead and take
2: your yeah. country. It's just
1: for you. <laughs> that is awesome, Gary. <laughs>
0: Run upstairs and shave it off. (laughs) That is hilarious. Carrie was doing No Shave November, so we just came out in the mustache because he's shaving it off before before he goes back to work tomorrow. (laughs) Um. Just so everybody knows, we hit the seven o'clock mark. I just, if you have to hop off right at seven slash 10, where at whatever state you're in, I just want you to know that um, we are now malingering. Okay, teeth, um, these are mostly made of calcium. So eat the healthy things for your teeth. Vitamin um, maintenance of our teeth includes vitamins A, C, D, Minerals, calcium, phosphorus, and fluorine. You Never heard of her. She's not the same as her ugly step sister, fluoride. <laughs> uh, vitamin C is essential to form the protein dentin called collagen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we need that vitamin C for our teeth. Um, maybe that's why the vitamin C is chewable. They're like, you yeah, know, we'll just force you to get vitamin C on your teeth. I don't know there's also a non-chewable one but I don't chew either one of them I just bite the chewable one in half and swallow it like pills all right I'm lazy I'm so lazy I won't even chew
2: on it on that note about chewing did you know that chewing is also good for your ears didn't we read that oh, or did I see that
0: I we did not read that but that totally makes sense um
2: it makes your like ear canals work
0: yeah no I, I don't know it would, I yeah know that. no that's so interesting Um, Tooth enamel contains keratin. This is a type of protein that requires vitamin A for formation. Vitamin D is essential for the depositing of calcium. So remember, we need the D and the calcium at the same time. And phosphorus that make up the matrix or structure of jawbones and teeth. That's from Deborah's book.
3: Um, In fact, if you don't have enough fluorine, not only does it affect your teeth, but it also affects your eyesight oh yes yes um because we see with our teeth i'm just kidding
0: all right fluorine versus fluoride is something that we should mention because you hear people say oh you shouldn't have fluoride and then you hear other people say if you don't have fluoride you'll have no teeth and then you see that um most of the world you know these uh, people that we're talking about don't have fluoride and yet their teeth are more beautiful than ours which are like coating with fluoride twice a day so oh, what's the problem so mineral of fluorine is rare It is found naturally and in minute quantities in almonds, carrots, beet greens, uh, turnip greens, uh, dandelion, spinach, and we finally have our excuse, black tea. (laughs) Well, I need the fluorine. Um, Trace amounts of fluorine can help with healthy teeth and bone formation. So health professionals recommend that children, even infants, are given supplemental fluoride, which is sodium fluoride. This is a synthetic form of mineral fluorine. What did we learn from vitamin A palmitate? Nothing, apparently. Oh, wait, no. We learned that vitamins and minerals are better the way God made them than the way Joe Schmo made them. Although Joe Schmo is pretty smart. He is not God. (laughs) weird uh fluoride says scientist robert carton phd of the u.s epa fluoride is somewhat less toxic than arsenic and more toxic than lead and you wouldn't want either in your mouth i feel like that wasn't on the box of toothpaste at the store (laughs) it does say if you swallow this call poison control and get your stomach pumped and don't let your cat swat and blah, blah 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 and you will die and poison poison it says that all over the box that it's poison but we're like i know let's put this in her mouth
1: it'll be fun
0: what are you gonna say Sabrina?
1: <laughs> uh also well let's put it all in our in our water yeah, let's and like put it in and our and water. um <laughs> And I'm sure that this is the thing that if you are in the crunchy world that you have heard all the crunchy people talk about this is like the big one that's been going on for years everybody's right. been talking about pride. but um if you want to know what's going on with your water you can go to the EWG website and you can look at your city's water testing and see just what's in your water and how much fluoride and other things are and really nice thing about the website is each ingredient you can click on and read all <laughs> the bad things about it my <laughs> gosh that's a neurotoxin no yeah just put your zip code no. just to advocate for you know water filters like oh. and- a birthday or a yeah, the, the
0: ewg is a great way to ruin an afternoon <laughs> You're like i didn't want to know this but we do need to know um tooth decay the journal of dental research re, bleh, 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 the journal of dental research concludes that tooth decay rates in western europe which is 98 percent unfluoridated have declined as much as they have in the united states fluoridation mm-hmm. is encouraged however by the u.s government but most european nations prohibit fluoride due to public health so once again this is called ethnocentrism when you believe that your country and only your country knows better than every other country in the world <clears throat> just in case you were wondering what that was <laughs> Um, and then, fill
1: no, out. the the flower bromiation, America is the only country in the world that allows that.
0: Wow, I'm so surprised. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah,
0: which I mean, I'm all for patriotism. However, do not let it blind you to the fact that just because it's said by an American scientist doesn't make it more valid than if it's something else is said by a Swedish, a Danish. A european of all different countries a chinese you know a a scientist from every other country in the world says something else but because it was said by an american scientist it's somehow better (laughs) be careful with that (laughs) Um,
2: i have disagreed with a scientist or two lately
0: (laughs) really i thought we weren't allowed to do that phyllis balch says all quote um although many ailments and disorders including down syndrome mottled teeth and cancer have been linked to fluoridated water fluoridation of water has become the standard rather than the exception once again we are completely disregarding the actual studies and going with something based on emotion and marketing emotion and marketing trump science every time in case if you wondered Um, The American Dental Association has been an advocate of fluoride over the decades. However, it did recently state, infants less than one year old may be getting more than the optimal amount of fluoride if their primary source of nutrition is powdered or liquid infant formula mixed with water that's been fluoridated. And then they then advised to, if you need to reconstitute a product like, like formula, use water that has no or low levels of fluoride so they are acknowledging that which i do appreciate that from them and um canada their former top pro fluoride authority a biochemist and professor of dentistry um stated that parents should keep fluoride away from children under three and water fluoridation is unnecessary. It may be risky. He said there is no point in swallowing fluoridated water. The only benefit comes with direct contact with the teeth.
1: So even he
0: said that, you know, you're not it's that's why you don't swallow your toothpaste. Unless guess what? If you use Young Living's toothpaste I'm so programmed to spit it out. I have not been able to bring myself to swallow the toothpaste, but you can. And um, for kids, this is like a weird, but weird thing. (laughs) I found that um, it is incredibly helpful. We oftentimes um, will put the kids in bed and then brush their teeth because they don't have to stand at the sink and spit it out. And for some reason it can make bedtime easier. Like they lay on their pillow and we brush their teeth. Um, good foods for the teeth include um, whole grains, including oats. I do recommend um, soaking slash sprouting slash fermenting them first. Eggs and limes. I, I, I Okay, limes. All right, there we go. Bad foods for the teeth. I don't know. Just throw something out there, see if anybody can guess. This is the last thing in the unit. Can anybody guess? <laughs> Any particular food that we've ever mentioned? Oh, sugar. <laughs> sugar is bad for your teeth. Soda, um, which has high fructose corn syrup and phosphoric acid, sticky candies, and just processed foods in general. All right, that was unit four. And did you all do
2: the science? Did you all do the science project where you put the bone in the can't, a glass of Coke and see what happens to it?
0: No, but I would like to do that
2: you want me to tell you or not tell you?
0: (laughs) Um, You can tell me. I'm still going to do it.
2: (laughs) It turns all rubbery and floppy.
0: That is disgusting. Yeah. That is literally disgusting. Um, Here's a trivia question for you. It's activity number one. Let's see if anybody can answer this. All right. When the Israelites left Egypt, Bible trivia night, moses carried the bones of a special person whomst bones was he carrying anybody know yes i know you know mom (laughs) can never stump you with a bible trivia question (laughs) um you can say if you if you want to though
2: it starts with j
0: and ends with osif (laughs) (laughs) yes um, Joseph did ask for him to carry his bones up out of Egypt all right um, uh, the skeletal system recipe all is so short so easy and (laughs) so delicious seeds and nuts are an amazing source of calcium and other bone building minerals I almost said materials a quarter cup of sesame seeds has more calcium than an eight ounce glass of milk so sit down with the spoon and no do not eat a bowl of sesame seeds um so these little nut balls oh my I, i don't know why these snacks always end up with names like this but here we go nut balls um a half a cup of sesame seeds one cup of almonds chopped a half a cup of pecans or walnuts chopped one and a half cups of pitted dates a dash of salt And you also, um, so then put all that in a food processor until a ball forms. You can take it out and mash it into balls, or you can mash it flat into a pan. I've done that before. Um, Then you can roll or sprinkle with freshly shredded coconut or cocoa slash carob powder. That's an easy peasy recipe to do. All right, that's everything from the uh, chapter all about... um, Bones and teeth, and it's only 21 minutes past the hour. Anybody have any final? I do not know. I I do not know how it took that long, but I feel like there's a lot of good information in here. And as usual, the good food list is the same as on every other night, and the bad food list is the same as on every other night. Did you guys know this may help as we go into Advent season? It is December 1st as of this recording. But, I don't know why my sound guy keeps messing up my voice like that. Sabrina, that's obnoxious. Um, But uh, Advent was typically a time of um, like kind, I don't think fasting is the right word, but sort of um, leanness kind of like Lent as you head up to the big celebration. And I, we're doing gap, we kind of stopped gaps for like Thanksgiving week, (laughs) in case you didn't know Thanksgiving is a week long celebration. And um, so we're doing gaps again and learning that, that Advent as a time of, you know, uh, more leanness and introspection is making it easier for me mentally, as opposed to being like, but the whole world is supposed to be eating junk food and candy and popcorn right now. And I'm not, you know, um, it made it easier mentally somehow. So if that helps you to get through Advent without feeling like you're missing out on the Danish, cute little Danish cookies in little paper things that always look so
2: delicious.
1: (laughs) I think that it's all also like if you think about historically in the winter time they weren't bringing in food so they weren't like exactly. gorging on all their food they were yeah. like this is got to last me for the winter i got to be careful
0: They're right <laughs> that's why i was telling Hannah i said i think that's why like advent season and lent are when they are because in winter you're kind of like oh um we don't have a lot of food i know let's fast for like a month and then in lent spring is actually a really lean time on farms um it's after spring that you start to get the abundance but you know all the winter stuff has kind of like been picked through and picked over and nothing's quite sprouting up yet so um spring there you know all the animals are having babies so you can't kill them and all the uh, winter animals coming out of hibernation are like skinny so they're useless to eat and they're like i know let's not eat meat for a month little. <laughs> spiritual <laughs> and i'm like this is this makes so much sense like this is why i know i know we can have fish fish will be fine
1: <laughs> like you know what this all works together so just go with it <laughs> it's a great <gray> we,
3: <laughs> what we've always done my family is december's always been about not only like purging your body for health right and being mindful hashtag comfort a
0: couple,
3: town. <laughs> exactly for some of us more than others Um, like purging your house, right? Because we purge our house too, right? Because you're trying to get Uh rid of all the stuff because there's more stuff coming in. Trying to be charitable, so you're giving away things that you no longer find useful in your house. I think it's important, not only physically but mentally, spiritually, all of it. I think it's really important that we take stock in our in our lives, get rid of the things that no longer serve us purge cleanse right in time ta- and getting prepared for the first of the year hey. the new beginnings, right
0: as gary just shaved so yes
1: yeah I, really
0: i agree start your new year fresh this is a great time i i should hop on infuse oilers and do a video about this but this is a great time to start thinking about and planning out your next sequence of cleanses because winter is historic like historically, biologically, physiologically, a very good time to start your cleansing because your body is not, um, you you know, it's a little hard to do a cleanse at peak harvest season. I will just say this from like a physical perspective. That is very hard. You need maximum energy. You're burning energy. You need lots of energy coming into your body. It's hard to do a cleanse in the winter. It's a little bit easier. You're a little slowed down. You go to bed much sooner. Um, you know it's dark more your body shuts down faster you rest and digest more during winter so it's a good time to do cleanses so um, we should talk about and i'll i'll repost the vimeo links uh, actually sabrina tomorrow that's what we should do and if you girls want to work in the morning that's what we should do is make a list post of all the cleanse videos um just so like if anybody wants to cleanse they can kind of see and i'll put the recommended sequence and time frame on those but <laughs> now Dom tried to come in okay that's everything for the night I am so grateful for you all this amazing production crew coming on and helping me record these things Um, I'm powering through getting as, them uploaded to the um, podcast um, as fast as I can because I want to get up to current time um, before I think it'd be fun to announce around like Christmas time the podcast as like here's a fun thing for you all i guess like a present Podcast mm-hmm. <laughs> guess <the> me <laughs> the gift of me but uh, it would be fun and i think a lot of people would listen to more of the zoom calls if it was easier to get to so like if jody best jumped Shop- who does zoom calls all the time if they were on a podcast I would literally listen to every single one I, there's not one I would miss but when it's on a video and I have to sit down at a computer or open it on my phone and then every time I get to touch it it like closes it and I have to start the whole video over on like fast or like then I do not watch it so I'm trying to make things accessible
3: and I have a question about
0: something else yes ma'am do you want it recorded on this no or just- okay I Okay. All right, then we'll end the recording and
2: I will talk to you all if you're listening to the recording
1: any other time.